You're listening to the Cup of Joe Morning Show podcast, hosted by Joe Hunter on the Sound of Life at soundoflife.org. So we got a big concert coming up called the Unreal Tour. Pretty awesome. Sanctus Real, unspoken. They've been around a lot here. And J.G. Weeks, greatest guy in Christian music. Now, this is the middle of April, okay? It's in Catskill. And uh, it's the 19th at the um, Community Life Church in Catskill. But I wanted you to hear Chad Madsen's testimony, which he's given a million times, probably over the last 16 years or more. Uh, it's somewhere in there that he has been drug-free. Whenever I see in social media somebody holding up a cup, celebrating whatever it is, I'm celebrating. I've been sober 10 days, 10 years, everything in between. I check out. I like it. Go, you go. Encourage you. But uh, Chad Madsen, who put the group together, pretty amazing. You may have your favorite. Maybe Ariel. A lot of people like him. Maybe John. Maybe Mike. Dan. Wizzo. I mean, you know, they're, it's pretty amazing. Just love this group. Well, Chad found himself in a place where it was very unlikely. Got in the grass-cutting business yard thing, and he, and, he, and he met a guy. And I just wanted you to hear, because this is very encouraging for you. about. Yeah, it's, I <clears throat> was living in drug houses, and this was super dark. And, of course, my parents were broken. I mean, we grew up in church, and they just were beside themselves. Um, but so I started this lawn business, my brother, years before, and we were working, and I happened to, we happened to get a new client that I became sort of friends with, I guess. Mm-hmm. And he used to go on trips. Um, met a, he was a medical doctor, owned a cable company. I mean, all, he was kind of diverse, a diverse kind of yeah. individual. Um, but anyway, when I had, he was, saw my life was kind of in the gutter, and I mentioned, man, you know, I feel like God's stirring in me. Um, you know, to go on this, uh, go on a trip. And so I called up these missionar- missionaries and kind of got it hooked up, but I had no money. I owed money to actually to a drug debt and it was kind of this nasty situation, but. And were you still, were you still I was still drugs? You, using drugs. Yep. I mean, it mm-hmm. was like to the last, the last minute I was holding on. Um, and anyway, he said, I'm going to come. I'm going to, I want to buy um, your plane ticket and I want to give you money to invest in whatever you're going to go do down there, which was either building houses or helping the poor, whatever it was. And so I obviously gave that money to the missionary and we used it. But it, it made me think two things. One, um, just for all the parents out there that are uh, struggling or maybe the kids and they're looking at their parents and they're mm-hmm. dealing with addiction. It doesn't even have to be drugs or alcohol, just their, their loved ones are lost. Yeah, I just... I uh, always think it's crazy as I look back at my own story to see that God was was you know moving even when there was no signs of that at all. Yeah. That God is so powerful, He's so kind, He's so gracious. In Philippians one six, and you know I think we always go to the Word right to find our identity and to find the answers to life's questions and to and to hold God at His promises. But Philippians one six basically says God starts a work. And he's going to finish it. Mm-hmm. And so some of us get lost along the way. But just an encouragement to all you parents and, and people out there whose kids or loved ones are acting a fool. God will finish the work that he started. He loves us. And uh, he's left nothing unfinished in creation. Not that we can see. It's beautiful. And so this dude gave me this money and changed my life. And now millions of people have heard my music. And I've called him several times over the years saying, I don't even think you understand what that little investment was and what it what God has used to turn it in, you know, turn it into something amazing. 
but it was unlikely. It wasn't a believer. It was all these things that were opposite of, you know, of Jesus and what we believe, but how God used that. And man, how much more could God use us if we reached out and loved on the people around us and invested in the people around us is a beautiful thing. The Cup of Joe Morning Show with Joe Hunter. Uh, word of warning, he's a morning person. Ah. Not to be a downer or anything like that, but I have a question for you. And obviously I won't hear the answer, but I may be able to. <laughs> is Taylor Swift on your prayer list? Hmm. A lot of energy. I mean, when I say a lot, that doesn't mean anything. An incredible amount of energy, words, airwaves have been used expressing thoughts on her in the last few months. Just think, if all that stuff was directed to God in prayer for her. Helping you focus through the morning fog. The Cup of Joe Morning Show on the Sound of Life. Man, and you're probably going, man, I never got a note in my lunchbox when <laughs> I was coming up. So the lunchbox note, that's all the thing. And I posted on the Sound of Life Facebook page a link to their website. There, they are imom.com. Very simple. And uh, Abby Watts is real big there. I'm not sure about the total structure, but they specialize in ideas for the family. In all kinds of ranges. And for marriages, right? Marriages, singles, grandmas, parents, all that. A lot focuses on mom, of course. That's in their name. I, mom. The little letter I, mom. You, you look at it. You post it. They'll send you something every day. They send me something every day. It's amazing. It's just in an email, right? And so they're talking about these idea for sending notes. And I'll tell you this. If your kid, you start getting those post-it notes, in your kid's lunchbox, if you miss a day, they'll, they'll know it. They'll want one because there's always that chance to encourage them, to apologize, to remind them of something. Uh, even even like a, a food focus note, right? At, eat your apple first, <laughs> something like that, you know. But encouragement is really what they need. It is really pretty cool. And you know that as well, too. I think it'd be really cool, you know, send send an Send a little note because it's not like getting a package. It's just it's just a little note, and all the other kids will be like they'll be jealous. So just to tell you that you know, so your lunchbox message, and they even have pre written printable ones give you ideas. It's pretty amazing. It's just kind of a hug for your kid in the middle of the day when you're not there because your kid needs to know somebody believes in them. So keep them cheering with a little post it note. Pretty cool. Your daily dose of encouragement. I say start small and work up. Now try again, boy. Kids nowadays know it all. The Cup of Joe Morning Show. The sound of life. Cup of Joe Morning Show hotline. Trisha, what's going on? Way to a doctor's appointment this morning when I pulled up to a red light. I glanced over at the car in the lane next to me, and I saw an older man with his hands clasped, and he was speaking very earnestly to the roof of his car. And God, presumably. Um, and boy, did he look like he was going through something. Uh, he looked over at me, so I quickly like averted my gaze to respect the vulnerability of the moment and his privacy. Um, but then for the duration of the red light and a lot of the rest of my drive, um, I sat in the car next to him and I prayed with him. 
And I said, God, I don't know what this guy's hoping for. I don't know what he's believing for, but I'm standing with him in prayer right now. Um, and I'm hoping for what he's hoping for. And I'm hoping that you draw him nearer to you. Um, and today I just want to say, sometimes in our culture, we can feel really alone like even surrounded by all these people and on our phones and we're, you know, kind of virtually around all these people, it's easy to feel alone in our culture. But you never know who's joining you in prayer. You never know who's standing with you in your prayers. Reaching the heart of the Northeast, the sound of life. If there's anything I've learned from the fans of Stanley, it's that they love to line up at Target at midnight and trample people to get their hands on the latest limited edition color to either resell online or score for their nine-year-old daughter. Thankfully, the sleek new one, and I was checking it out, and it's really pretty cool. <laughs> and you know, I was like, why would it have to be so cool? I'm not, I mean, I'm not going to do it. Not, I'm going to be the last person probably in line to do it, but maybe. Maybe you've fallen for it already. I don't know. The Stanley um, collection of tumblers. Is that what they are? Cool, uh, cool uh, Whatever. Drink your sweet tea out of it. Black Coroma. Black Coroma is the name of it. And so I checked that out. I went, ooh, boy, that is pretty cool. But they're selling out fast already. What are they, $47 in the store or something? And, and, and now they're at least online 100 Got to be, I mean, who knows? They're probably going up, you know? But uh, it, that's that, that one uh, it's, it's, uh, has iridescent accents on it. That's the thing that makes it so cool. Right, I mean, I mean, maybe you're a fan of the pastel colors that they had before, and you're like, nah, that's, that's not for me, you know, all that stuff. But um, maybe you are, you know, collecting things like that. I was, I was thinking things like right now. That's the hottest thing, and it, and I have to admit, it looks really cool. I can see the attraction to it, absolutely. But I have a collection. I don't know how far back this goes, but I love the song. And uh, to publicize Raisins, the state of California, which they're known for, used the song in an ad back in the day. And they had these plastic raisins with instruments that you could collect. They were really pretty cool, too. Yeah, that was their theme song. California Raisins from the California Vineyard. That's it. Yeah. So I got a collection of those raisins. If anybody wants them, I mean, I'd be glad to. I don't know. What I, no, I wouldn't. You could have. Starting your day with a smile. It's the Cup of Joe Morning Show with Joe Hunter. You know, a lot of times uh, we're in the Lent season for a lot of you, right? A lot of churches do that. So I was looking, I get a, a, an email every day from a priest, Catholic priest. Now, you got to understand, uh, hopefully you understand, uh, this this Southern boy, I mean, I was raised in a Southern Baptist church, you know, so, but it's interesting when you start looking at some of the things, and, I, and what I'm thinking about, what I'm leading up to is things that end up being wrote, you know, things that you do in the church, and, and I pretty much every church service has those and you have to have some kind of organization right i mean you do god god can, believe me god he god can take anything and i i could go with examples all day long of ways that god can take and you and you would blow your mind that you would think never could use that 
Right. So don't discount. Always, when you see something, always pray that God will use it, whatever it is, catastrophe, whatever it is, whoever's making the news, whatever. All right. So one of the things that the priest was saying, I think it was yesterday even, was talking about before you go to the mass, and you may very well know this, but I did not because I didn't grow up that way. Where I grew up, we had one Catholic church. All right. And you're going, wow. We, and that was something, you know. We had a Jewish synagogue, too, which was pretty amazing. And I digress. But he said, making the sign of the cross. And I, and I didn't even know how. I know kind of, but I didn't know. So I watched the priest do it. Now I know how to do it. He said, it reminds you of two things. The Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. God in a trinity. And the fact that Jesus was on the cross for me. Now, I guarantee you that many people will do it and not just out of rote habit do it but i thought at least for me for a while that's pretty cool that's kind of now i see it i had a friend years ago who was a lutheran pastor and he was explaining to me that back in the day you know a lot of people couldn't read they they were illiterate and so that's the reason that a lot of things developed in church the colors that you see uh, on the fabric over the pulpit and such certain things like that and it made me think about, it's right, a lot of things that came out of the way church is done and the service and stuff. They've At some point, they've been introduced. I mean, if you go back and look at Paul's letters to the churches, they were pretty, pretty straightforward, you know. Uh, but it was very interesting. And then somebody said, well, I'm really glad that we're not saved by anything that we do. Paul made that very clear. That Jesus did the work. We have faith and we say, I believe. Jesus did all the work and he's still creating and doing, right? You're clean, you're close to Jesus. Nobody's going to be in heaven going, well, I did this, I remember the year I did this, you know, like we do now. It's all going to be worship. You've been listening to the Cup of Joe Morning Show podcast on the Sound of Life, the Hudson Valley's 100% listener-funded Christian radio station. For more information on upcoming events, contests, to ask for prayer, and to become a member of the Sound of Life family by supporting the station, visit us at soundoflife.org. 